you get a jump on on the hot seat. So you get the first, you get the question about how spring's going to this point to start off. Just talk about, you know, where the team's at right now. First off, this is a hot seat. Who is just sitting in here? Zo. Okay. Yeah. Makes <laughs> sense. Uh, spring is going great. Uh, competition on both sides of the ball. There's no one practice where a side just completely dominates um, from beginning to end, which is the sign of a well-rounded competitive team. And um, I've been really pleased, you know, just with both sides. And But offensively speaking, um, we've been able to maintain pretty solid health. There's a lot of execution, you know, obviously there's holes and voids that we need to fill. And, and there's some young guys who have been stepping up and, and, and filling those, those holes. And so it's been, it's been, been really good to see you guys are having fun, a lot of energy out there. And that's really what you want around this time of year. I wanted to ask big picture as though this, and I want to get your thought as a coach as well. It's been a year, crazy year, probably the most insane year any of us could have pictured. So when you reflect, what do you think about? Just how lucky and, um, you know, we were to be able to have a season, um, to be able to be on a national scale when so many teams this side of the country weren't playing. We were kind of that that beacon of light for football and, and kept kept hope out there that you can still you can still have a season and, and uh, get provide, you know, these boys what they all are, you know, want to do, which is play football and provide fans who want to see them. Um, it's just it was really fun, really blessed and grateful. It's one of these those memories, those seasons that you'll never forget, not just because of the, the success and the turnout, but those circumstances. Um, you know, that we, that we were playing under and just the way it was all able to turn out. So, so we'll forever be grateful for that. And still, still riding on a high from that. Go ahead, Mitch. Yeah, Fessy, uh, you guys recently just got some commitments out of the transfer portal. I don't know if you can speak officially yet. I don't think you guys have announced, but uh, I mean, when do you expect uh, any sort of official announcement? Yeah, well, until things, you know, Kalani mentioned it the other day, um, you know, recruitment, we're always going to be recruiting and it's obviously clear that there's, there's, you know, mutual interest out there, but yeah, until things are, are official, you know, we can't really speak, speak to, to, uh, in too much depth, um, on that. So it's, it's kind of the same message. Like we're recruiting guys, we can confirm recruitment and interest, uh, but until, you know, certain papers and are signed and things are official, we can't really talk too much about it. Understood. Uh, w- with, uh, Wanted to follow up, but how's the chemistry been on the offensive staff with you and, and Coach A-Rod being elevated uh, into heightened roles? How, how do you feel this has gone with with your new role and, and Coach A-Rod now leading the offense? It's been awesome. I, I feel it's been a seamless transition. Um, it's cool. We got a lot of, even though we lost a lot of experience, we uh, the guys still know this offense very, very well collectively. And so it's allowed us as coaches to really focus on the nuances of each you know, play that, you know, instead of creating new plays, we've been able to find creative ways to dress up, you know, what we're already good at, what we've proven to be good at, find different ways to, to cause mismatches, um, highlight certain personnel. Um, that's kind of the next jump, you know, we feel we need to take. And, and I think that it's been really cohesive amongst all of us on the offensive staff and the players are latching onto it. And, and I like where we're at right now. Go ahead, uh, Jake and Jared. Yep, Fessy, when we talked to Isaac last week, he mentioned two names of wide receivers that were standing out to him, and Hobbs, Nyberg, and Cade Moore. If I'm not mistaken, both of them are walk-ons. Can you speak a little bit to what they're doing that apparently impressed Isaac and what your thoughts are on them? 
Yeah. I think the first thing when people comment and, and say names of guys who are sticking out, the thing that sticks out is plays that are made. And, and uh, some guys get more opportunities than others, but those guys have been making plays. When the ball comes their way, so they're taking advantage of those opportunities. And though they might not be getting as much reps as, you know, as many reps as some of the guys in front of them, when they're on the field, they're taking advantage. And I think that's why um, they're sticking out uh, to some of these guys, but they're both, you know, you have so much respect for, um, you know, everyone on our team, but these guys who are, who are paying their own way and just, you know, love, they're just proof that, that they love football and that their motive is because they enjoy playing football and they're not driven by the scholarship. And I think most of the guys on our team are, are great with that stuff. But the reality is, is when you're a walk-on, your back's against the wall and you're, you're just clawing. And those two are, are, are perfect examples. And I'll add in Talmadge Gunther in that as well, of guys who are just consistently showing up every day and they bring the same attitude, the same energy, and they just go out and have fun and make plays. And I think a lot of that's resonating with a lot of the guys on the team. You obviously now have that passing game coordinator title. I wanted to get your read on the four quarterbacks who are dueling for this for to replace Zach. Yeah, re- really good competition. I mean, Coach Rod's uh, distributing those reps, um, you know, as evenly as he can. Um, you know, you obviously got <clears throat> true freshman and, and uh, Jacob, who's this first time he's really really played football in this offense. He was able to play scout team last year, but he's doing a great job. Baylor and Jaron are two most. Uh, experienced, proven guys, um, I feel are just constantly getting better every day, shaking. Everyone's got a little bit of rust, you know, including quarterbacks. Um, and then Soljay's done a great job as well. And just the reps he's getting, it's been a really fun competition to watch play out. I'm excited to see just kind of as the last two weeks unfold, who continues to succeed and emerge. Um, and I know coach Rod will, will, uh, will do a great job managing uh, that room. Tessie, I wanted to ask about how making determinations and as passing game coordinator, this kind of extends probably to the, to the, the quarterback spot, as well as, you know, as far as your receivers and everything, you know, um, Kalani has said he wants the players to make it hard and that's what they're doing, which he likes when it comes down to splitting those hairs, how much do you look at analytics? How much of it is experience? How much, I mean, kind of, how do you, how does, how do those decisions get made when, when you have to make the tough calls? Sorry, can you, can you kind of uh, expound on that? I just want to make sure yeah. I answer this right. Yeah, just, just, I'm just wondering what you look at when you're trying to decide who's going to get reps on gotcha. the field. You know, and, you know, wide receivers, you get a few more guys than a quarterback, but, yeah, yeah. you know, still trying to what, – what do you look at to, to make those decisions about who's going to be getting reps when game time rolls around? Yeah, I got you. Okay, uh, there, there's a, a couple things. The first one is the reality this is a production-oriented business. If you can produce – um, when you're on the field and, and you can prove that you know where to align, you know what your assignment is, and you can execute it, and you can do that on a consistent basis, that more than anything is what's going to you know help us make that final decision. Well, then you factor in um, the physical skill set that these guys have, the ability. What, what do they have that maybe the next guy in line you know, doesn't have as much of, whether that be size, speed, strength, the um, in, in intellect, their ability to understand – spatial awareness. I mean, there's a lot of different things, you know, by position. And so I think to me, that's kind of the order is just first, do these guys produce on a consistent basis? Second, what do they bring to the table that maybe someone else doesn't bring as much of? And then it's up to us as coaches to kind of insert those guys into, you know, those, those slots on the offense where, you know, we can capitalize on whatever that is. All right, let's finish up with Jay and Mitch. Yeah, Fessy, you, you touched on Soljay a little bit there. I just wondered 
how's he coming along as far as the non-football elements of being a freshman at BYU? Great. You know, he's one of the uh, most liked guys on our team. He has a great personality, and I think that's something that just no matter who you are, what position you play, it keeps you going. It keeps you coming out fresh with purpose to practice. You don't get caught up in the rut of things. And I think that's that's kind of where he fits. He's just he's very comfortable here. Um, and that transitions into the football. I know you didn't ask about that specifically, but um, I just think it's a clear sign. It's the way the guys, you know, respond to him and, and are around him is, is he's in a really good place. And so I, he's he's been a great asset to our team. Yeah, Fessy, uh, what uh, what decision, if, if any, will you have or involvement will you have in the final uh, decision for quarterback, wh- whenever that may be? Uh, what, what involvement will you have with with Roderick when it comes to that decision? It, you know, I don't I don't know. It completely falls on him. But one thing he's always been great at since he's been here um, is including everyone and, and allowing us to voice our opinions and the reasons uh, why. Um, but, you know, he gets that ultimate call and. Uh, He's done as he's done with a lot of things. He's just been able to ask, you know, ask me a question and pick my brain. It's just one of the humbling things about being here. I think these coaches, all of them are are so inclusive and and genuine and and trying to get feedback. Um, And I think that's one of the reasons in the end why we're able to make what we think are the right decisions, um, because we're factoring a lot more than just our own. So um, I don't know, you know, how he's going to use me, but I wouldn't be surprised if he asks me and every other offensive coach what our opinion is. And I know he'll, it will be uh, newly noted for, by him. Last thing for me, uh, what, do you guys have like a, like a slogan or kind of thing you're, that's a motivational thing for this season? I know in the past there's been like iron sharpens iron or things along those lines. Do you have anything uh, as a team that you guys have chosen for the 2021 season? Not yet. Right now in spring, it's kind of just uh you know, we're trying to answer, get a lot of questions answered and have fun and bring energy, but maybe going into the fall, A-Rod might have something or we might discuss it as no staff, but, but uh, kind of like the RVO last year that Jeff Grimes implemented that I know he took to Baylor now. We don't, we don't have anything like that, um, but we might in the fall.